Okay, y'all, I'm back. So I was having some issues with going live on my laptop, but I'm back. Okay, so again, welcome to another amazing episode of The Whole Story Sundays. I'm your host, Jaquil the Holistic One Gilchrist, and I just want to give you guys some practical, positive parenting tips. So first of all, July is um, National Make a Difference in the Child's Life Month. And so what I wanted to do was just to kind of share some tips with you guys. Um, I am not fully aware because I'm not a parent, but I do understand that a lot of my clients who come in for therapy come in because they're very overwhelmed. We live in a very high stress volume society, right? And a lot of the times, hey, hey, Aunt Kim, hey, Dickiness Kim, a lot of the times if you're already stressed out, if you're already um, overwhelmed with you know, parenting, and if you're already overwhelmed with work and paying bills, it's hard to be an effective parent because you have so many areas in your life that's causing you to feel flustered and frustrated. Another thing is that as a mental health professional, I often get clients who are coming into therapy because of childhood trauma that's carried them into adulthood. So as a mental health professional, I believe in being proactive versus reactive. So I believe in the importance of making sure that you are um, doing the best that you can to raise your children because the word of God says train up a child in the way that they should go and they'll never depart from it. And Kim, I just want to let you know, you should do one of these episodes with me while I'm thinking about it because you're a great parent and I feel like you can be very effective when it comes to helping teach this. Um, so I'm going to give some tips that I would like to share with you all that could possibly help increase intimacy with you and your child. So the first tip is knowing your child, your child's love language, as well as knowing your own. So there is a book. I can't think of the author's name right now, but I do know that it's called the five love languages and in the five love languages, they break down five um the five ways that people like to receive and give love you have acts of service you have um physical touch quality time um i believe it's gift giving and i believe it's words of affirmation so within those five ways it's basically we can rank um and some of the time it's like our top rank is kind of what we like to do to get love and what we like to receive how we like to receive love so i recommend taking that test with your child um they have a children's version and asking them the questions that the test gives and when you're asking them those questions you can see what your your child's love language is and what your love language is so the reason why i recommend this is because say for an example like my, for instance my love language is um physical touch and is also words of affirmation but your child's love language may be quality time and acts of service so you could be giving them hugs and they don't like it or they and vice versa because they don't receive love in that way but you may not be spending time with them and they would rather mommy take them out to dinner or they would rather daddy take them out to a play date and so it's very important to know anybody's love language who you love in your life because it increases intimacy and it helps them to understand that you appreciate and respect that how they like to get love um so that's the one thing i recommend guys i'm going to re link that 
in the description box because I did just kind of go live without giving a description of what the video was about. Um, so the next thing is set aside designated time where you check in, right? So the thing about doing this is you can utilize this time to ask your children about interests, if they're teenagers or preteens, especially hobbies, goals, especially if they are pre-teenagers and preteens and friends, asking them about their friends. And the reason why I say this is because a lot of the times as parents, um, and I'm not a parent, but I'm just saying I am an auntie and I know that I kind of can get caught up in this when I am a parent, it's very easy to judge our children for their interests versus really getting to understand and know what our children's interests are. So when you're asking them about interests, hobbies, goals, you're actually opening up dialogue with them and then opening up that dialogue, right? You're showing them, hey, I'm really interested in what you're talking about. I'm really interested in you. But then you're also paying attention and listening closely to what you need to hear so that if you need to discipline them, you can do it in a way that's proactive versus reactive. You see what I'm saying? So my my thing is like when you're doing this, guys, it's very important to make sure that we're not doing this in a way that's judgmental. Because if you do this in a judgmental manner, your children won't open up to you again. Aunt Kim, my Aunt Kim said, that's good. Give them time to talk to you, check in to see how they're doing. Point taken. That's exactly what I'm saying. If you don't ask about their interests or if you judge their interests, they're going to feel unheard and they're not going to feel like they have a safe space to fall. Our kids are really going through a lot. A lot of you guys are very surprised when your kids don't open up to you about dating or sex, but you never talk to them about it, nor do you ever ask. So you have to be the one to initiate that. They're not going to just initiate that. You have to show that you're interested. If you don't show that you're interested, they don't know. So that's another pro tip. Um, I'll also say, listen to their music. So in discovering their interests, guys, make sure you're actually listening to their music actually doing the hobby that they enjoy with them. I know TikTok is a big thing. Do TikTok with them. Um, go play basketball with them. Go to their basketball games. Um, listen to the music they listen to just so that you can hear if that's the type of music you even want them to listen to. And if not, don't just say, I don't want you listening to that. Explain to them, hey, this is why I don't want you listening to that. This is what that means. So if you're a Christian like I am or a believer, you can give them the spiritual side as well as the natural natural side. Um, my next set, um, step is set up scheduled date nights with your children. Remember, dates do not need to be expensive or cost. Movie nights in and game nights in will suffice. It is ju It just needs to be intentional. A lot of the times I think parents get caught up in, if I'm not taking my kids to Disney World or Bush Gardens or, you know, Great Wolf Lodge, I'm not spending quality time with them. But that's not it. Your children would be just as happy if you were to go in the house set up a cute little date night thing where you actually have a movie boxes of popcorn and where you actually have um 
you know, like like uh, movie popcorn, um, movie candy, get a really cool movie that you can get off of Netflix or Hulu or something like that or Redbox if you guys still have a DVD player and your children would be just as happy with that because again, it just needs to be intentional. It doesn't necessarily have to cause because you don't want to really push materialism off on your kids. You want to really teach them about the importance of the experience. So my recommendation to you you all is that you just you know set up intentional date time set up ice cream time and going to the park time go to the beach and then set up a cute picnic basket and just show them what quality time looks like and the reason why I say this is because a lot of the times parents complain about their children being attention seeking right but if your child is displaying that type of behavior basically what they're saying is that they want attention if they're being attention seeking they're lacking attention because just like anybody as a, as a woman right if i'm in a relationship i don't have to present with needy behavior if i'm getting that attention and that affection from my partner it's the same with your children the same way that you want to have love and get love your children want the same thing so you have to present that to them be intentional if you don't have any money if you only have five dollars right go in there go to the dollar tree get some arts and some crafts get some coloring paper um some coloring sheets some coloring books some crayons coloring markers and things of that nature and set aside time to do crafts with your kids you know do something to show them that you care and that you genuinely want to be around them because a lot of kids just don't feel love and they don't know if they love if you don't spend time with them the next one is utilize reward systems to increase positive behaviors right teach when they miss the mark i.e sometimes children really don't know so do not assume that they know so you can utilize something that i like to call positive reinforcement so um a lot of the times you know parents complain of children not completing their chores parents having behavioral issues in the home setting so i like to recommend something basically along the lines of um having a behavioral chart. This is really good, especially if you have very small children, um, maybe under the age of seven or 10, something like that. And what you can do is you can create a theme behavioral chart in like maybe their favorite cartoon character or TikTok person. And then you can create that and come up with like a token economy system. So to explain token economy in layman's terms, basically when you go to um, the mall and you go to the food court, they'll give you this little card and if you get your 10th meal you get it free because they stamped it off that's the same with the behavioral chart check off okay they completed a room they completed their chores they listened they didn't talk back check it off right on a little behavior chart if you want to do it that way or give them a little card and stamp it or have a little um a little a little jar and put marbles in it just to say okay you did what you're supposed to do and then reward them and rewards doesn't have to be so grand right we think of rewards as playstations or something like that it could be an extra 30 minutes to stay up for bedtime because they completed their tasks it could be taking them for ice cream when you get up it could be cuddles with mommy if you have a child who really likes affirmation and things of that nature so then what you can do is um, when you do that, you're showing them for positive behaviors, you get rewarded, right? And I think the misconception is I'm not going to reward you for what you didn't do. But what you guys have to understand, if you go to check, if you go to work every day, you want a check. So that is positive reinforcement, right? 
Right. If you work hard after two weeks, you want to do something to treat yourself. I know with me, it's getting my nails done. Some of you, it may be going out to eat. Some of you, it may be buying shoes or getting your eyebrows waxed. Right. So that being stated, your kids want the same thing. <laughs> so you want to get rewarded for positive behavior. If you're working hard, you want somebody to say, hey, Jaquil, you're doing a great job at work today. Yep. My, uh, my Aunt Kim said, this is what Angel's counselor suggested for her. It definitely works. Thank you. Thank you, Aunt Kim. So you're basically telling them what I'm trying to express. It does work. Everybody wants to be reinforced. Everybody wants to be reinforced. I want to be reinforced. If I'm in a relationship and my partner does not tell me that my hair looks good or that I'm doing a good job being his partner or his wife, I'm going to feel some type of way. So we all want positive reinforcement. Your children want that too. Here's the thing, guys. This is the thing that I think we get misconstrued in the African-American community. Hey, grandma, we assume that our children know they don't always know. You know what I'm saying? So when they're that young at a at an age, you have to teach them what you want them to do. So prime example would be um, if you want them to make up the bed the right way, you have to teach them how to put the cover on the bed, how to make it up. My grandma, um, Cornell, and my grandma, Diane, actually, since she's on here, I'm going to use her as an example. They always taught us exactly how they wanted us to do stuff so that when we got older, we would understand how to do it. So in that scripture, Proverbs 22 and 6, it says, train up a child in the way he should go. And when he is old, he will not depart from it. I truly, honestly believe in that. You guys, if you want your kids to learn positive things, you have to teach them positive things. You see what I'm saying? They don't know what you don't teach them. Every opportunity, if they miss the mark, don't always have to yell. Sometimes just reinforce that punishment. So you didn't do the right thing. Okay, you get a warning. The next time you get a, another warning. The third time, three strikes you out. You know, that's when that punishment starts to come into play. But guess what? Punishment doesn't always have to look like yelling and screaming. Um, so I just want to let you guys know that these are some of my tips. If you like more videos like this, I can definitely make more. Um, I have a lot of different tips that can help. Again, I know I'm not a parent, but I do have tips on things that could help. I I pray when I get to be the be a parent that I can apply this myself because I can't imagine what parents go through to raise their children. The first thing I want to say, guys, is I commend each and every one of you guys who parent. And definitely if you have done it single, if you are doing get married, if you've done it with less income than normal, I want to commend you all because I really know that it's not an easy task. So I see you guys striving every day. I just think that that is unfortunate, but in the African-American community, we were taught to discipline, but we were not taught to nurture. And so these are just tips on how to be more nurturing, if anything, because you being a disciplinarian, you being a provider is what you have to do as parents, but it's always better ways to teach and instruct. Um, I want to say about that five love languages test, guys, I'm going to link the, the link below. And I think that would be something fun too, to do with your children. Just take the five love languages test with them. And if they're at an age where they can truly understand it. Have some open dialogue about it. Help them to understand what their love language is. And if you don't know what yours is, because again, if your kids come up to you and they always want to hug you and you like, oh, get away from me. I don't like hugs. Maybe because you don't have the love language of um, 
physical touch. So you may like words of affirmation, but if your child likes that love language, then you can schedule in cuddle time. I don't know. I'm just, you know, trying to be creative. So I'll link that below. I love y'all and thank you for joining another healing and inspiring words.